Right, ready when you are? We're live. We're live. We're live now. Oh, hey everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam, and I'm the other host, Paul. And we are returning after a troubled week, shall we say, conflicts and battles with YouTube and fights with the BBC. Um, so last week's episode, episode 95, uh, we are still looking to try and find a place to put it up, but you can still find it on Spotify and actual on the Facebook page of uh, the Nilly Up North Facebook because Facebook doesn't give a fuck. Facebook said, play the material, we don't care, but YouTube doesn't even want us to put the audio on for that shit. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shame. But yes. um, we are we are joined by Kev as well. <laughs> I wanted wanted to get me rant out there, sorry. I'm I'm not bitter. (laughs) Not at all, Paul, not at all. Feel salty a bit there. But yes, it was one of our best episodes as well. It was so fun! (laughs) Let's just do it again. Let's see what the BBC can do. (laughs) (laughs) How many times can we do it before the BBC go, okay, that's fine, you can just put it out there, just put it out there. (laughs) Yes. So this is during spooky season as well. Um, so that's why I've got the lights all doomed down to try and look all creepy and stuff. Um, Sam doesn't need to because she looks creepy without the lights, so it's all good. <laughs> that's right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, so we have got a few episodes coming up as well. I thought I'd make you aware of next week. We are doing two midweek episodes. Uh, well, not midweek. We do. We got. Um, no, we are doing two midweek episodes. We're doing Tuesday and Friday. Yes, uh, Kev's back next Friday to talk all the things about furry and werewolves because he's grown the beard out just just for that episode. As it oh, can see. is that why? <laughs> I mean, I've got the tail as well. Do you want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you tell us the elephant impression there, but not the tail. But yeah. <laughs> But yes, and uh, we, we were going to do a special episode on uh, Tuesday, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, we're doing American Horror Stories, so that one should be interesting. Uh, me and Sam did go through a few things, and I've never seen anyone get so excited with the words American Horror Story uh, and podcast. <laughs> uh, I, I, if I could hear shouting coming through by text, it was literally vibrating through the floor. But yes, so we'll let Sam uh, do a little magic. Oh, well, I'll do the disclaimer first so I can get that out of the way with and then we can just crack into everything. So everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss anything from tonight's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Yes. <laughs> As we keep doing it on a bloody daily basis. On a daily basis. Because there's a lot of twats out there. The <laughs> most important thing of tonight is how you doing? <laughs> it's so a... not natural, is it? <laughs> no, we're gonna have to think of a catchphrase for you or something. Yeah, it needs to... to be better. <laughs> Come on, people in the comments, you can make it sound better than this. <laughs> Yes, um, I'm a little emotional tonight. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm a, a fucking angry. wreck. <laughs> what were you, Kev? I'm a little angry. A little angry. Yeah, but isn't that just you every day? I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm a lot angry. <laughs> just a little angry. <laughs> yeah, this time I, I need a doll to show people where Friday, where, I, where Halloween hurt us. Right. <laughs> yeah. it, so- it, it was. No. <laughs> it was a no. So yeah, yeah, on Tuesday we were meant to review the new Halloween ends film because in our hearts of all hearts, we thought this is gonna be good. 
So before we start, I've got something I've prepared this year. So oh, gonna... oh God, he's got a speech. Oh yeah, my God, the glasses are going on. on. <laughs> and I've got an apology to make. So I'm going to be oh. as sincere oh. as possible. Because last year... Yeah, because last year we did do a podcast called The Good, The Bad and The Rod Zombie when we based, uh, reviewed all the Halloween films and I went to town on the Rob Zombie one. I got a little bit angry. I welcome back Rob Zombie after seeing yesterday's uh, debacle. And, like I mm. didn't think that anyone could fuck up a Halloween movie as much <laughs> as this. And yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. This is the first time I've actually got angry in a cinema. I've, the first time I've actually got downright, not disappointed, just felt betrayed. Like this movie was made by someone that potentially hasn't seen a horror film, never mind a Halloween film, and it was just shit. So Rob Zombie, I am sorry. We welcome you back, sir. Glasses <laughs> are off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was fucking awful <laughs> fucking abysmal yeah we don't like slag enough films that we much really in here don't. but I, I literally i can't think of a redeeming feature for this movie uh from One. start oh mm-hmm. it had end credits yes oh. it definitely did end yes but yeah oh. um hopefully we'll get a reboot soon just to Michael Michael manages to get out the fire. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry um, if that spoiled it for anyone. I apologize. <laughs> but yeah. But if anyone did like the film, I'm very happy that you enjoyed the film. And like I say, everyone's opinions are different. Yeah, everyone's absolutely. like tastes are different. But fuck me, that was shit. Yeah. Do you feel better? <laughs> yeah. Show me on the door where he touched you. Uh, oh. it, it was like elbow deep and like I said, twisting colons around and everything. It wasn't fun. Oh, it was yeah. not. But I, thank you to my a lovely co-host and friend. I watched a film today that has broken me in <laughs> so many ways, all because I couldn't stand the idea that he'd seen it before me. <laughs> <laughs> not petty, not spiteful. It's not petty anything. at all. I got a message <laughs> to say that he'd watched Clerks 3 and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. oh my god, it was beautiful. I don't yeah. want to. Sp- I don't want to talk too much about it because I would mm-hmm. potentially like to at some point break down mm-hmm. the clerk's films. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful. It really was. I would like to say because I think people, if if you're a fan of this podcast and you've watched previous episodes, we base this whole thing on Kevin Smith. Like, say, we, I'm not saying we ripped him off, but we kind of ripped him off. Uh- <laughs> we were inspired by Kevin. Like, Kevin yes. is he's an inspiration. Yes, and I guess like like, uh, Sam said, I watched Clerks 3 today, (laughs) and again, not to give spoilers about it, it's everything I wanted in a Clerks film, how to end it. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably the best way to describe it, and hitting home with us being around about the age that they are in the film, a little bit older than us, but... A little bit older. um, The inspiration behind them making the films and like why we do the podcast and stuff, it kind of hit home a little bit more to me. And the cameos were just absolutely perfect. That's all I'm saying as well, without spoilers. But again, is there anything that you've you've watched, Kev, that you've enjoyed? (laughs) Yeah, Kev, have you actually watched something this week that made you smile? Um. It's a long pause. <laughs> no, there's, I've watched actually quite a bit. Um, I wasn't well Thursday or Friday. I had the norovirus, so I had to stay off work. Um, 
I don't think I've watched anything new that I've liked. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I watched Trick or Treat. Um, obviously, we're doing that today, so I had to watch that. Uh, didn't really concentrate too much on it, though, because I was in and out, and chasing mm-hmm. the dog in and out of the fucking kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Modern Family always making us laugh. Um, Aww, don't care what anyone family. says. Ed O'Neill's an absolute legend. Uh, catching up on Archer. I've got the new season to watch. Mm. Always makes us laugh. Um, I think that's round about all I've watched, to be honest. Um, catching Charlotte up on Criminal Minds as well, and uh, it's just having fun. Cool. <laughs> and um, Charlotte is making anyone who's watching on YouTube. Charlotte is making a actual cameo, um, because she's in the background and everyone can see her. Hi, Charlotte. <laughs> Do you want to wave? <laughs> you wave, Charlotte. Hello. <laughs> it, it, she wasn't <laughs> waving, by the way. That was that. You can only see you can only see a hand because I've cut her out, so don't worry. Oh, <laughs> I can see her. Yeah. Um, I, just so you know, I know you probably don't care, but just so you know, I finished Call the Midwife. Oh, I was very poorly this week, um, in crack, really badly poorly to the point where I like literally could not lift my head off my pillow, um, and I just sat gormlessly looking at my telly, and I finished Call the Midwife, and it was absolutely spectacular. Um, I loved but- it. A new season of Bob's Burgers started as well, guys, who's, who's, who's not watching it. There's about three episodes out, so... What's it on? <coughs> Snag. <Snipe. laughs> okay. Oh, it's season one. <laughs> oh. oh, I love Bob's Burgers. I still haven't watched the film, though. Or Archer. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. The Bob's Burgers film was not a good film. But yes, sorry. <laughs> was it better than Halloween ends, though? Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Anything was... Honestly, I'm not joking. I'm... I, I would never leave the cinema and me and Nick both looked at each other and I've never seen my wife so angry like 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 my wife loves horror films like she watches the, the shit shark films and anything to go and she actually went what the fuck am I watching like and, and she wanted to actually stand up in the cinema and go does, is it just me or is everyone else like hating this as much <laughs> and her sister Antha was like even Nick wanted to leave the cinema and he was like I thought she liked horror and I was like I know that just goes to show how bad it was this has been an absolutely appalling year for franchises mm. Dominion bombed this bombed Texas Chainsaw bombed Hellraiser bombed been absolutely appalling. Yeah, the, the, I am going. I am going to say I enjoyed Texas Chainsaw Massacre more than Halloween. That's what. Well. That's <laughs> what I said. I said at least it had some like story and consistency to it. Like this yeah. had none of that. Texas and Chainsaw I, had one redeeming character. This mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, it's oh, Will Patton. I think the, <laughs> I think the horror franchise is up for. A, a, it's going to get shaken about because they have to look at what the last year has brought out and oh, think. Come scream on, scream as well. That was crap. Mm. I, I even liked it that more than yeah. I liked yeah. it more than Halloween ends. So and franchises this year, they've just yeah. But so, we're gonna start talking positively. I was just going to say tonight we're going to talk about one of the greatest, greatest anthology horror movies that has been released in the last ten years. Two thousand seven, wasn't it? Two thousand seven, yeah. Of course. Mm. Um, <laughs> I didn't come here to do maths. Um, <laughs> So yeah, we're talking all about trick or treat. Yes. Now this was a proper hidden gem. Like this yep. came out of nowhere as mm-hmm. well. I think we we only found it because we were looking for something that were uh, doing our usual Halloween horror film watches, and we just thought, oh, we'll find something different. And I think we saw a picture of Sam on uh, not not Sam, our lovely co-host, but Sam from Trick or Treat uh, online, and thought, oh, that looks interesting. 
and put it on and didn't realise like the cast in it as well. Fucking hell, where did the cast come from? Like this didn't even get a cinema release. And I'm, I it's it's directed by Brian Singer. You've got Brian Cox and Anna Paquin in it. I think it wasn't directed by Sting. I think he produced it. Hold on. I have I I'm have sure Wik- I have Wikipedia right here. It was directed by Michael Doherty. Um, it was produced by Singer. Um, yes. But still with Singer's name attached, you would have thought Singer yeah. release. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, I only caught this a couple of years ago. Like literally um, on the Im- on, but oh, literally on the image of Sam alone. That was it. Last year we caught it. Um, I'd been wanting to watch it for a while, but mm-hmm. I'd been putting it off and thinking mm-hmm. I'm in a bad place with horror at the moment. I've not been too impressed with much. Um, mm. Everything's been very samey. Just this is the formula. Let's keep with it. And yeah, we thought last year we were doing the Halloween challenge and the anthology one came up, so we thought. Let's uh, let's try this one because we've done creep show at death. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'll give this one a try. And uh, yeah. I've got to say, I was thoroughly fucking impressed by pretty much everything I saw on the screen. Everything that, like, that's sorry. a brilliant. No, no, that's a brilliant like reference point as well because you said creep show, and this is very much uh, on the same lines as like yeah. creep show, except from having like the skull and bones man at the start going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the missed that trick. <laughs> But, but this had uh, the way I liked it as well because it was very much feeling like a comic book because you did yeah. have the style and the credits and everything. You did get the comic book like that was I, I think it was produced as well, and the panels and everything came out yeah. and and how it told told its story. I I absolutely adored this film. Like there yeah. wasn't a bad because normally in an anthology you get like a weak story, and this was a forced part story and how it interconnected and moved and like like. Fair enough, the timeline wasn't exact. Like things happened earlier or things happened later and stuff like that. But as a flow in the story, everything interconnected perfectly and it just told yeah. a, a wonderful tale. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, mm. the, that's the best part about Like, I love anthology horror. It's one of my favourite like parts of horror like horror franchises anthology. Um, Twilight, so, Twilight movie is like one of my favourites, but this is like proper mm. overtook it just because of how they interwind the stories together it's not like twilight zone is very much here's a story we move on to the next one yeah. and i find that the same with creep show as well here's a story and we move on to the next one which is fine i love that i love that aspect of it but this all managed to connect together in such a way that you're like oh okay and again later on oh my god yeah that yeah, it kind of like fits in like i loved that aspect of it it worked so, really well, like set yeah. in one neighborhood with like mm. one area mm-hmm. and one population kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it worked well. So, out of the four stories, because it was four, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I have I have Wikipedia right here. Four. Sorry if my face is lighting up. Four and um, a conclusion. Yeah. So, three, what? Which Which one of the four stories was your favorite out of them? I know. It's... Sam. <laughs> Didn't even have to think. So I love that little bastard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, the. The guy, the, I really, I, I like, I love Sam. I love that story. I thought that was brilliant. Um, the guy who killed the kid. The principal. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, and he was just such yeah. a great dad. <laughs> that was my second favourite one. Yeah, I absolutely loved that one. It was great. Um, oh, I, I thought the principal was fantastic. Oh, mm. he, was, he was evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably the same. I enjoyed the, the like the, the principal and the kid, uh, how he was like, poison them with the candy and yeah. then uh like say doing unthinkable things like in the, his back garden and doing everything that you 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 kind of expect 
that you don't really think you normally see in a horror film type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially with kids, the, the like space kids in horror films are kind of like, oh, they're a kid, they'll get away with it, they'll not get. No, that fucker got roasted basically. <laughs> but um, the one I, I was not disappointed in, but one I was intrigued with, but I wanted to see more was uh, the werewolf one. Yeah. Because I love that story and I loved aspects to it, but it kind of just didn't. It was like just giving you a taste. Yeah. Now, now I know there has been a lot of talk like throughout the years, and it's starting to ramp up the talk now that they are thinking about doing a sequel. So I'm just wondering, like, if they're going to intertwine some of the stories from this into that, or they're going to be new stories going in. So I'm hoping it might flesh out a few more aspects of different tales or intertwine yeah. some of the ones we've already heard. If they follow like the traditional route of anthology, it'll be all brand new. Yeah. They might have aspects of like the original, but if it, if it's following traditional anthology movies, it'll all be just totally brand new. Mm-hmm. But they'll manage to fit Sam in there, yeah, because he yeah. is the he is the little little cash grab, isn't he? Like yes. everyone wants Sam. <laughs> well, well it, Sam was in all of the stories as well. Like he kind of told it all through his eyes. Um, mm. Like the werewolf one, he was sat on the log watching them all. Mm-hmm. Um, I I genuinely think if they do a sequel, Sam will, you'll see Sam like sort of watching it and just like clapping his hands or with, with his bag of candy or something like that. Mm-hmm. You'll mm-hmm. always be there. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. genuinely want the sequel, like. And I agree with what you say there, Paul. Like the werewolf needs fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So I kind of hope even just one of them comes back for the sequel. But I know because, like, when we talk about, like, when we do the review, we'll go for the films, and there's aspects in them that I absolutely adored, like pure horror, like, like at the best, like cheesy fun. Mm-hmm. There was storytelling. There was ghost stories. There was like every there was serial killers. There was literally every element that you mm-hmm. could want. It was all done, on. but. I don't know because I, I I love it when Sam tells a little story as well. Like uh, so, I don't know if you've got the rules, Sam. If you can tell us the rules of oh my God, of the rules the, of Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Oh my gosh, let me just grab the rules of Halloween. Yeah, if you don't follow out. the rules of Halloween, you're gonna mm. die. <laughs> I used to watch um, a YouTuber who always used to um, the rules on every one of our episodes. Okay, so the rules, Sam's Halloween rules are. Always hand out candy to trick-or-treaters. Yep. Okay. Always wear a costume. Never blow out a jack-o'-lantern before midnight. Mm-hmm. Always respect the dead. Mm-hmm. Always check your candy. Never take down your decorations before November 1st. And never hurt the innocent. Mm-hmm. So pretty standard rules for most everyday living. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, the check the candy part. Yes, I understand the costume bit. The mm-hmm. I'd die because I hate wearing costumes. I am the worst. Um, mm-hmm. I don't put decorations up, and mm-hmm. I am the worst at pumpkins. But if I say don't take your Halloween decorations down until November first, what happens if your decorations are up all year round? That's. <laughs> True. My living room is very much like that. Like, yeah. like my living room is very much Halloween twenty four seven. So, oh, I'm safe on that one. Ooh, yeah, you'll probably wake up one morning with Sam bouncing up and down on your bed. Yes. Well, you'll be it sounds, it sounds gonna be so a story weird. There. It sounds so weird <laughs> using my own name. <laughs> and that he's staring right at me as well. <laughs> little, little little pumpkin head. Little guys just standing right next to us. <laughs> Oh, yes. I think as well, I, I, it's one of them movies as well. I enjoyed it as a movie, but I think I would love it as a TV show. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like um, I could see that. Tales from the Crypt Keeper type thing. Yeah, like have a five part of like two stories each episode type yeah. thing. Like uh, I think that would work well with this as well. But again, there's a million different things you can do. It's like this is what the original Halloween franchise mm-hmm. was meant to go into after like season yeah. of the witch, but kind of bottled it due to uh fan service and stuff like that. But yeah, it, it is what it is. But let's get down to the nitty gritty because like I said, the opening bit is basically um the the couple, isn't it, at the start? Yeah, so it's Leslie Bibb and I can't remember who the guy was. Is he anyone? <laughs> he, was, he was in Supernatural. He was an angel in Supernatural. He was. Oh, right, okay. So he's an old one. She's in the chat now, so I best stop. <laughs> yeah, so it was um, Emma and Henry. Mm-hmm. Yes. who returned from the Halloween party and she decides she's going to go and take her decorations down. Yeah, because he, I mean, he was dressed as a robot. And what and what was she dressed as? Was she, did she have an outfit? Yes. I don't know, though. It doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, can't re- I genuinely can't remember. They were dressed up, though. Mm-hmm. And wasn't he, wasn't he watching porn? That was later in. Yeah. The, that was later on when because they go in and um, you do the the whole viewpoint from Sam across the street. So they do the whole Halloween view through the mask type thing, um, and they basically go in and she starts blowing the tra- jack o' lantern out, and he goes, "No, no, you've got to follow the rule. There's rules and some shit." So he so he's clued up. He's a good yeah. lad. Um, but then she starts going all bitch mode and says, oh, if you'll say you'll do it in the morning, but you'll not fucking do it. So I'm going to do it now. So she deserved to die. But then he just wants to get laid. Basically, he's going, oh, come come to bed. Let, let's fuck. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sorry, but that can wait. Like, I like I like the clean as much as the next person, but it can wait until the next day. She didn't have, like, even I was getting angry at the screen. So you don't have to do this now. You, yeah. You, I don't think you deserve what you got, but you don't need to do this now. <laughs> but I'm just trying to think now because um, when because then he go then she says in okay go on you can put the tape on that's when it gets a bit strange. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This first opening bit is quite short um, mm-hmm. because it is literally her pulling down the, and the, but the the tension in it mm-hmm. is pretty cool, especially with how if she was that bothered. About the cleanup, why did you put so much up to start with? The effort was there. Like I said, I would, that's what, one of the things I do wish I lived in America for, to see all these different decorations. I don't know if I could be asked to do the decorations myself because I'm a lazy bastard to say the best of things. But that, that was, like I say, a lot of effort. But yeah, then, like I say, we'll get the, get straight into the shock straight away because, um, she's basically, um, pulling down the sheets and then one of the sheets, like Sam's inside of it, and just starts attacking, and you don't really see much. You just hear like the sounds of them, like slicing away. And it's and, enough. Yeah, and then uh, you see her fall over, and then some trick or treaters are walking up the street, and they yeah. kind of see the blood sheets, like like lining, start getting pulled in back into the garden, and then they run away because mm-hmm. that's and then it's cut back into the house and the pawn tapes on full blast and he's fallen asleep so i don't know how good he would have been in the sack if if basically that good yeah and then we got the iconic shot uh which you can see just to, uh, next to kev uh on the actual screen oh, is yeah. basically is the picture of where she's been made out as a kind of like a scarecrow 
with the with the iconic candy candy bar in, in her mouth, and it's like elongated, and it just looks stunning. Um, and that's like say the first viewpoint of the horror, and then it goes into the comic book, uh, like say the comic uh, views the and starts and panels and starts going through the story. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's the starting point in the movie. And, and like I said, if that's the starting, like I said, I was I was I was sold from the start there. Yeah. yeah, it's a proper gripping. Like that's the that's what anthology needs to do. It has to have you on the first story. Mm-hmm. Um, like with Twilight Zone, the first story is is it's kind of horrific. Um, but the fact that what actually happened in real life on that story is even more horrific. So you are kind of gripped to watch it, and that that does exactly the same in this one. It has you gripped from the start, and especially that tension. Because mm-hmm. even I'm like, as I'm watching it and she's like tidying up, I'm kind of like ducking because I'm thinking, nah, so, <laughs> so he's going to jump out here and get us. Like I'm waiting for that jump scare. And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a jump scare, more of a, holy shit, look at what he did. <laughs> <laughs> but then we start with like the, the fun part next, because then the principal comes up. You don't see him come in because you get the yeah. little chubby kid being a little shit, put, <laughs> knocking over all the pumpkins in the street. And it's so disrespectful. And he's and he's dragging uh, that sack, and the sack is just getting mankier and mankier. So whatever fucking candy he's got on there, you, you know you don't want to eat. Um, but nope. what I love about this shot as well is when he because you, you just see the kid from behind, but as he's walking along the street, you see all the different characters that you're going to meet later on in the in the yes, show. You, you, see, you see the girls going to the dress shops. You see um, like the kids who are trick or treating looking for the pumpkins. And I'm sure you see that even the two, the couple that that's dressed like say to going back to the apartment, all in what this one shot, um, and it's just it reminds us a little bit of like the I know it's not as like a one shot did, but reminds us of the way that Daredevil did it in uh, like the hallway scene in the yeah. TV show yeah. when it's like all one shot and he goes through. It was kind of like that thing. It's telling the story, but without taking your eyes off the screen and putting you in like without being it so obvious because it. Everything that you watch when you later on, it kind of comes back and resonates with you. Yeah, everything everything has a point of where it does return back to. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes, I think I'm talking English. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this one, and I love the Sam one, but I love this one because that principle is so sadistic. <laughs> I generally, it, it's the start when the kids sit and talking to him. I was like, oh, it's just something. Like, right. I, I don't know where this is going. Like I, I don't know how how far are we going with this? It, it and was it was cyanide, so it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uncomfortable, but there was something sinister, and it was so over overly obvious. You were like looking behind, you were thinking, "Ah, something's not going to go mm. the way you expect it to." But the fact that did make go with the obvious worked in its favor as well. Um. Like I said, everything that happened in this, like this little, like short story, was great. Like from like giving the kid the candy, and then you noticing the the kid starting to like waver, and and I don't know about you, but when he started throwing up, was one of the worst like things I've seen on Ooh. screen in a long time. Yeah, I don't do sick very well. <laughs> no, especially from men. They, they were very polite on Wikipedia by the description of the child. They just called him overweight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it, it was everything that you heard about being a, like a kid. He was like, the, he, he was redhead, overweight. 
You can tell he was probably picked on kids though as well. He was probably oh, yeah. he was, the, the frustration that going on them pumpkins was aimed at somebody else. Oh, I... Definitely. <laughs> but the, 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 the death of him was mm-hmm. kind of satisfying as well. <laughs> Should dare I say it? <laughs> well, I was surprised. Sorry, Kev. You've got these little bastards that just run around doing what they want with no consequences. Disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Consequence. Yeah, consequence of your actions, you're going to get cyanide, bitch. And he wasn't yeah. wearing an outfit either. <gasps> there you go. He broke, he broke a rule. Ah, uh, he was. He went as Jonah Hill. <laughs> <laughs> or Dennis, or Chubby Dennis the Menace. Yeah. He went as Jonah Hill from Superbad. <laughs> ah, he oh, fucking does look like him. <laughs> I'm not going to get that image on me yet now. Um, yeah, he was incredibly disrespectful. Yeah. And the, you could just see the cheek in him. And like, mm-hmm. the, oh, you're just a horrible, nasty, oh, child. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good job that three of us don't have children on this podcast. <laughs> I thank God for that. Um, Even if you had kids, you probably wouldn't have liked the little bastard. I would not want him. That's for mm-hmm. damn sure. Um, but yeah, the fact that he got cyanide was just very satisfying. Yeah. I, the thing that surprised me as well is because normally you think, as, as I mentioned, when it comes to kids and stuff, that the, the most films don't have the balls to pull the trigger. This one was a slow death. It wasn't like a quick and easy kill. Um, he dragged him in the house. He got like sick and blood all over him that he was thrown up. And then you hear the bell ring and like the, th- the three kids from that's going to be later in the story uh, for the ghost part, uh, a trick or treating. And, the, and, mm-hmm. that's, and that's when we we'll find out he's a principal because the, like say they start, you know, oh, high principal, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they start having that conversation and one of the little kids is noticing stuff and he, the principal's kind of like freaking out, trying to get them out of the way and like getting the fuck off basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, and that's when they're asking about like, uh, can we use your jack-o'-lanterns as well? And he's going, yeah, sure. Just and soon as, them. yeah, as uh, soon as they shut the door, he then, I think it's the next scene where it's basically he's out the back, in the back garden. You've noticed he's got a, the tarp over the hole yeah. and he's pre-prepared like a, Thing. So you think, fuck, he must do this a lot or every, or like say it must be a tradition where he like say he does this and it gets more and more sinister and it fills in with every horror trope on like everything that you're predictable, like the next door neighbor's dog starts barking. But then how he deals with that is so clever. He, like, say, do you think, oh, he's just going to like tell the dog to fuck off? No, he chops off the chubby kid's finger and throws it to the dog as a treat. And yeah. then, and again, we get this big, the second big surprise of the movie. It's fucking Brian Cox. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I'd get say, it until the end, mind. I'd say that was a third surprise because the second surprise for me was the fact that there was already a body in that hole. Right. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, but I did not click on that. That was Brian Cox until the very end. I was like, "Yep, mm-hmm. uh, have you been here the whole time?" <laughs> Yep, I didn't click on with that one. Charlotte was laughing her ass off at us. <laughs> <laughs> I normally click on these things pretty fast. <laughs> no. Did it take to like the very last scene, like the, you know the end bit where they're like face to face with each other? That mm-hmm. was like the time the, yep. where I noticed it. I could shot. not see it then. Yes, mm-hmm. but I love. I love that interaction between the neighbours as well, and the fact <laughs> that he, he just didn't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> he really didn't give a fuck. No, but, but- the next bit is what I love the most. How clever it was the next bit, because then yeah. you get the little whiny... Yeah, the little whiny kid. Dad! 
hearts. They I wanna cut the jack o' lantern. <laughs> Seriously, that kid should have been in the hole. Yeah. He <laughs> reminded me so much of the kid from Babadook, and I fucking hated that kid. <laughs> Yeah. Running, I running love theme, that film, but running, I hated that kid. Running theme with Sam, I fucking hate that kid. Yeah, I hated him. <laughs> he was awful, and he almost had that like whiny voice as what he did. Um, mm. But it, it was almost kind of sweet as well. And I've actually just forgot. I think Beth just pointed out as well. Before mm-hmm. we get to the hall, the doorbell rings again, and it's Sam at the door. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, no, Sam's, Sam's with the three school kids he's behind yeah. him uh, yeah, yeah he's part That's of the right. group isn't yeah. he yeah. I forgot about that because Sam just kind of like snatches the candy bar and goes all creepy and stuff and like that up, like, a little, <laughs> like a little cutie that he is oh, I love his little run <laughs> he's so adorable man. Uh, but yes, oh he's um, so cute but yeah that, going back to that kid sorry for jumping back I just I forgot that part mm. as well um Kid was just so wines good. I always have trouble with the eyes, Daddy. And you can tell his dad's getting frustrated with him. His guitar is. And then the chubby kid's starting to come round, and you think, oh, he's gonna. This is gonna be the break. This is gonna be the bit where he comes round, and you just hear him just start smashing him out of the head with a fucking spade, and it's like <laughs> fucking hell. And it got brutal. Yes. And then he's then you hear him stab the spade in. You went, okay, that chubby kid's not getting out of that hole now. And then you get the big surprise, like again. This, I know Kate, we're probably going to see it so many times because this mm-hmm. was a film where it didn't just uh, do it like a like six Sense, one-trick pony type surprise. Yeah. It was kind of like... Oh. It did not have Night Shyamalan it. Yeah. It, like, there were twists and things in it, but twists you kind of thought about, but oh, they wouldn't do. So when they come downstairs and the kid's downstairs in the basement, you think, oh, he's found out, he's going to be seeing everything, he's going to be horrified. And you see him going towards him with a knife and you think about it, it's good fuck, he's going to kill his own son. And there's got to be something that's going to happen to the point where you see the knife go down, you think, and you hear the noise, you think, he's just stabbed his son in the head. Then you see his son just grinning, like, moronically and saying, I need help with the eyes, daddy. And then you see on the spin table, the chubby kid's head just spinning round and looking, it's horrifying. They went there. Quite (laughs) beautiful. They went there. And yeah. literally all I could think of was, I wish that was Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was kind of close. But the only thing that did confuse us when I've watched it back, because he went quite deep and hard with his stab wound. There wasn't a knife stab wound in either the back of the head or thing. It was just a little trail of blood on the on the chubby kid's head. Yeah. So, so where did he stab him if he, if he went hard like that? Movie, mag- movie, movie magic. Ah. It's the questions that don't need to be asked. <laughs> it's my answer to everything. I even managed to get someone in the uh, on the Facebook page with it the other day, and I can't remember what it was. And I just went, "It's magic." <laughs> but yeah, that, that so, yeah. like I said, it's a small complaint on like say what was like a perfect little talent, but yeah. like say how they interconnect as well because you see the neighbor like when he's going back in the house as well. He's kind of frantically banging on the window, mm-hmm. and you see some like, attack him in the background, but it's done. So you don't notice, but it's like you think, ah, that's going to come back to later, like things. So you're kind of working out like little elements uh, to the stories and stuff like that. But it it was such a like as a short story and stuff. 
I would have been happy if that was just a whole film. If they give us a whole film of the principal killing kids and his comeuppance yeah. and stuff like that, I think it would have been a, a, a quite a beautiful t- story to tell. But mm-hmm. how they only I give us use like... the word beautiful about child murder. Like, <laughs> well, it depends yeah. on the child, really, doesn't it? Thing as well, because as as we said at the start, this didn't get much of a release, didn't get much fanfare, and if you do try and find it on DVD or Blu-ray, it is fucking hard to come by as well. Yeah. Really, really hard. Um, but the actual visuals and camera work and the production in this was, and the special effects was fucking amazing. There's not many films or horror films like because a lot of it was practical effects as well. Yeah, is done to the level that that this was done. And again, it probably sounds like I'm gushing over the film, but just because I think. It is a work of art, how they've did it. Absolutely. It's uh, it's the cinematography and it is absolutely breathtaking. Mm-hmm. For just a, even just out of the horror element alone, as just a movie, it is absolutely breathtaking. And I love the fact that, and I know I, I've kind of, I feel like I've jumped on the bandwagon with this film because mm-hmm. it, it had it had its own fan base. Um but I love the fact that we're now getting more merchandise from it as well. That's <laughs> yeah. like the best part. You may struggle to find the DVD, but you will not struggle to find the Sam Funko. Yeah. Or will you? Because I don't know. I've got or, mine. <laughs> or Necker. Yeah. Necker, yes. Yeah, I've got my Necker figure in there as well. So yeah. Um, the only disappointing thing about the Sam figure, you pay like nearly 50 quid and it's tiny. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's he, Necker. And you, and let's face it. You're lucky if you paid 50 quid, took it out of the box, and it didn't just disintegrate. No, it still survived. Mine, I've been touched with I've been good with me, Necker's, none of them's broke. So. Oh, the quality control to appalling. Mm. All right. Yeah. I'll do one somewhere and I'll go away next week, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got um, a fucking list. <laughs> but then we move on to almost what I thought was going to be like the, the kid friendly, I know it sounds true, like the kid, like the goose The teen aspect of this. Yeah. Yes. Where like the kids are like collecting things and they do the whole switcheroo. The person who you think's the nice person is the bell end and the person who's a, who you think's the bell ends, the nice person and the go and uh, the pick on uh, the special needs kid. Yeah. 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 This is the, the least favorite of my, yeah the least favorite of the stories that they told only because (laughs) see i i kind of did and again just because i got so many different vibes from this one i got very much stand by me i got very much it vibes from it Mm -hmm. just like the whole quarry and going down and um it was very like there was an old film back in the 80s called the uh the woman in white i think it was called it uh, it had very much the same type of vibes and stuff of that and i loved the story the told of the the bus and this is like the main plot that ran through uh, the kids on the bus who uh parents had paid like this is how fucking sinister this story was <laughs> parents had paid the bus driver to chain the kids to a bus and make sure they didn't return because they become too much too much hard work um too, too busy tired. too tired and too hard work to raise think about that for a second how <laughs> fucking dark is that as a tale it's not it's not the fact that it's one parent or it's the fact it was all yeah. the parents. All the parents clubbed together and went, you know what? Mm-hmm. We can't get away with the Hunger Games. We <laughs> can't get away with Battle Royale. Why not make it look like an accident on a bus that they would get every day? Wow. Do you reckon one of them just turned around like they were having like a coffee morning or something and one of them just turned around, hey, do you <laughs> remember sleep? 
I missed sleep. And then all just kind of turn around and goes, yeah, I kind of missed sleep. Oh, you know what it is? That bus driver's a prick. <laughs> and that was that. Ruby, do you want to go on a bus ride? Oh, behave. <laughs> behave yourself. But that's the thing, though. Kev's spot on, though. How does that conversation even start? Like, fair enough, <laughs> one parent who's had enough who's snapped. But a full fucking busload of kids have have been saying, "Yeah, we've we've done." How yeah. does that not come back? Like, like, I how does the repercussions not like, look to come back to them? I guarantee every single one of those parents heard the wheels on the bus one too many times. Yeah, they were just like, "No." My two best friends are new parents, and the amount of I'm like how sleep deprived that they are oh it's unreal yeah i can kind of imagine where them conversations might come into play not that grim though but (laughs) and not executed either beth's just pointed out that she felt like she was ronda at school if 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 you were like that at school beth i would have been your friend i wouldn't have picked on you so don't worry there oh Oh, no (laughs) but yeah um but again this was like again nothing new or outside the box thinking with like the story that they told it was like the kid that's been picked on they were going to play the trick Sorry, um, can i just interrupt a second because i've just read something on wikipedia that i've totally forgot about that all the children on the bus are actually disabled yeah that's mm-hmm. what we're on about yeah i totally forgot about that and obviously didn't hear that part <laughs> yep that's why they were all like hey do you miss sleep do you remember mm. sleep <laughs> oh my god that's right okay sorry <laughs> continue yeah. It's kind of like um, that generation's baby shark. I, I can kind of understand it, really. Like, yeah. oh wow, okay. Yeah. But, Continue. But, like, say in the flashback story with the way they were t- telling it, like how he went up and like start giving the kids candy, and then one of the kids who was dressed like a vampire was just saying he went a uh, wrong way. That's all he kept on saying, wrong way. And he yeah. pulled the chains off his hands, so you saw his hands all cut to bits uh, from thing and as the bus driver was at the back he managed to put the the bus out of neutral and drive straight off in the quarry and you thought ah oh, that was going to be the end like no one was going to live at that but then you saw the bus driver like climb out yeah. and you saw the masks floating up which was sinister as fuck oh, it was dark mm. but then they said that i think the story said oh, the, no one ever saw the bus driver again so it was like a little uh foreshadowing for what's to come later on <laughs> but um I, but I love the visuals for this as well afterwards when they go down like that lift and they each take turns because like each of them can't they set they use the excuse that they can't go down the lift because it's too heavy one second the, paul mm-hmm. just spotted something in the chat there charlotte kids love me they always have there's a reason for it you always have sweets <laughs> 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 is, she the, is, is she the ch- child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang now? No, no, she wants to get rid of them. Have them back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll start calling uh, Charlotte the Candyman from now on. <laughs> After that beautiful cake we saw today, I can understand. <laughs> I dad's not mine. <laughs> oh, but I do get what you mean by that. I do, as much as it, it's my least favourite story of them, mm. the the visuals on this is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very stunning, very creepy, and very teen. Isn't it? It's I don't know if this is runs through it, but the the tone changes and the colours change to fit mm-hmm. the like the age. 
if that makes sense. Like, the, way I'd, the best way I could probably describe this movie as well, even though it was made in 2007, it's very much a 90s movie at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Like the yes. vibes, the colours, and even like say like the language and like say the, the scripting in it. It, it 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 was set very much like I would love to say if the only thing that could have made it better if it was set in the eighties, but we've got Stranger Things, so we can't really complain about that too much. <laughs> no, I don't know. I saw season three, so yeah, I, I can think of a few things to complain about. Ah, uh, brought it back on season four, so don't worry. They did. They did. <laughs> Best season. I was just holding my breath there just to see if um, a certain thing was going to get referenced. It didn't. Let's move on. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm going to leave that till later on. Like I say, the, oh, uh, have you got a plan? Okay. I'm no, no, oh, not, no, not, not for today's episode. Um, I, I'm going I to give Goonies vibes from that story. Yeah, Goonies is going to be left left alone for a little while. I've, I've overused the Goonies. I've, I've just besmirched the name of the Goonies, so I have to try and build it back up so it's a bit more of a surprise. They're expecting it now. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually, I, I do get actually a good, especially the um, the lift part. Mm. That kind of has like a bit of a Goonies feel yeah. to it. Well, there would have been a difference. To, like, I know Rhonda was pissed off and feel they were tricking her, but she wouldn't have left the Goonies behind because Goonies no. never never say a die. So you wouldn't leave a Goonie behind, even if they're oh, dicks. Well. <laughs> 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 Sorry, good ones just gone yep. on. <laughs> It wasn't me this time. So it was me. Of... <laughs> I'm the one that's keeping the Goonies out of this now. Oh. But yes. Um, so yeah, that was like, say, the spooky story, because this is the one where we start, they'd start bringing the, like, the monsters back from the dead. So it, it's kind of went from uh, man-made killers, like in serial killers and stuff, to now ghouls and ghosts. So it's kind of bringing the spooky aspect into it. And you kind of liked Rhonda for what she did and how she was like just wasn't really like no fucks were given when she got out of that lift as well yeah. left them left the, like, the three uh the three or four dickheads to die like say that because yeah. you thought there was going to be like some romantic interest with the the, the, the young lad but no he, he got his comeuppance as well and that that's kind of like um as some perfectly done the the rules if you fuck up with the rules you kind of don't don't make it out of this as alive, and no. that's again what great horror movies do. They create rules, you stick to them. It's like as I said, um, when Jamie Lee Curtis, like I said, where she survived Halloween was she didn't get her tits out, so she's done well. Not little train pa- uh, train places, guys. So what, if you want to see your tits, that's the movie to watch. But, they are spectacular. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put it, they are in that film. They are spectacular. Um, <laughs> but even at the end where Rhonda walks off, she encounters Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they actually give each other a little nod. Because yeah. yeah. Sam knows Rhonda's paying homage to the rules. So yeah. that was, like I said, there wasn't a rule broken there. The little respect. Yes, mm-hmm. because he's not all about, he, he literally just wants you to follow the rules. Like he literally is just wanting you to follow those rules yeah. and you'll be all good. But yes. no. Everyone, everyone has to be disrespectful. Oh, that's my word, but no, disrespectful. Well, let's face it. Look at the look at the society we've lived in for the past thirty years. <laughs> and more. Yes. And more. And more. I was going to say. And then we got like again the one that I think was underutilized. It, it was this one yeah. now, isn't it? The yeah. One yeah. That, yes, because they do the whole um, like say little Red Riding Hood gimmick with Anna Paquin, who just looked amazing. <sighs> 
in this. But I, I love the banter between them as well. Like say in the changing rooms when they're all talking like like as what puppies girls do talk like. Like say joking and having a bit of crack. Uh, with a pervy kid. Yeah, with a pervy kid with a, a lolly in his mouth. Like say which like it was only about three or four as well. So that was like really weird. <laughs> and yeah. how the and how the man was pissed off at the girls for changing <laughs> yes. the change rooms. I know. <laughs> they did everything right. And um, mm. the the connection between all four girls though is really strong. Like the mm. what's the word I'm looking for? Like mm. the the very much the chemistry, that's it. The chemistry is very much strong there. And I'm not gonna lie, first time watching this did not see it coming, did not see the foreshadowing of the little red riding outfit on at mm. all. Um, could not could not say where this was going. Mm-hmm. Had but, no clue. Did not care because yeah. all second, four of them ladies were brilliant. Beth just posted something there. Um, yep. If that happened, Beth, I would need a clean pair of shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> okay. <laughs> oh right. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd have heart failure for that one too. Um. But yeah, the the chemistry between the four girls. I didn't care where it was going. I mm-hmm. just wanted to see them. Like, see, because as you said, there was hints to it. Like the first hint was the Red Riding Hood outfit. The next hint was how predatory they were towards men. Yeah, because like, mm-hmm. see, literally, like, see, as soon as they saw a man, they were just like, like each of them to the own. Like they were very aggressive, very like, like not promiscuous but just like very forward and you thought oh like see they were almost like entrapping these men which they were uh, but it was done in a way you kind of like didn't give away but I love the way they played it out with Anna Paquin where they said um, just remember to play hard to get but not too hard um, (laughs) and and stuff like that and you think oh they're just trying to teach out a date and she's never been on a date before and stuff like that and then we get the like say the like the image of the guy with the mask and like the vampire teeth, and you think, oh, we're going to get a fucking vampire's tail now, are we? Where he, le- where he left that <laughs> poor woman all bloody and like say, because that was like in America would be the best time to kill someone in the Hallow- in Halloween because no fucking knows what's going on. <laughs> well, that's it. Uh, if you think about like, I mean, well, that was the whole point of him, wasn't it? It was a se- he was a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Now that was the part this story peaked for me, and I thought this is fucking mint we've got a serial killer getting mm. the tables turned on him mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's not like a michael myers jason Voorhees, freddy serial killer it's like your average human being mm-hmm. so that was a that one for me was just like fuck yes this is it we're going somewhere we're going somewhere <laughs> come on <laughs> i'm really excited about it <laughs> and then it, it twisted again and yeah. i lost me fucking mind <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like say when yeah because when you get like when they meet up and you like you find them in like this place and there's just a group like group of like these very attractive uh, young ladies like uh, all then like they're not really paying much interest in the blokes now now mm. they're all there and then by the time Anna Packman pop, pops up with a, a stalker shall we say yeah. um like you don't see any men around and they just sit and she she's just like sitting there with blood on her and like the guy falls out the tree and he's just he's wearing the now the red riding cape and you think oh that's going to be her and as i said the twist and you find out it's it's the fucking principal that was basically mutilated the kid only earlier and you think fuck yes he's as kev said got his come up and this is great these women are, are, are amazing but then we get probably the second best werewolf turn scene 
and that I've seen in movie history. Yeah. Like the way they change, it's not like I say, yeah. firstly, you see the facial features and the things grow, which is great. But then how they just start tearing the skin off. But they do it like they're written off tights. They're written off like the burlesque gloves. They do it in a way like it's almost like a dance. Yeah. And, and it's just amazing. And it looks stunning. And we get like the full wolves. And it's almost um, the best way I can describe it. It's almost from Dust Till Dawn-esque, like the twist with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, crazy the... people do not blow up in sunlight. <laughs> no, the transformation was very um, homagey to American Werewolf in London. No, mm-hmm. London, Paris. no, London, yeah, Paris was London? the sequel. Paris was the sequel, yeah. Um, so it was very homagey to that because the start with the face, yep, and mm. that's how that one starts. Um, and I absolutely adored it, but they took that, that homage to a complete new level, and it was. It was too realistic. It was like, oh, shit. I thought it was spectacular. I Mm. genuinely loved it. I think one of the only things that I would have changed about the reveal Mm. um, would have been you don't start with the face. Mm. I I always find things scarier where you see them turned around and they're hunched a little bit and you see the shirt rip from the back and the shoulders pop out. Mm. And you essentially just think, fuck me, she's turning into Brock Lesnar. (laughs) I, th- I think they were trying to be sexy with this, so that's the yeah. thing. Because I can see, I, I was confused. I'm not going to lie; I was a little bit turned on. I was like, oh, "Am I getting into bestiality now? Um... Where is this going? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this a walking swing in me now?" Four <laughs> pauses, Hellraiser two at that scene. <laughs> was this before True Blood? I don't know. I don't because know. I'm thinking seven. I think it might have been. Because when I'm watching it, like, a couple of years ago, all I'm thinking is Anna Paquin vampires. Yeah. So that's where I think this is all going. (laughs) And then for it to, like, do a complete fucking 180 on us, and it's like, oh, no, it's fucking werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's where my mindset was, but I'm not, I'm thinking, like, not everyone's going to have that, because if it came out, you know, Mm. Triple it came out afterwards, um, then, Yeah. Well, it just depends when you, because you said this film isn't well known. It isn't like it is getting bigger now, but mm. that's more down to the merchandise or like the, the pictures oh, of yeah. Sam rather than the actual film. If you ask many people, they'll probably not have seen the actual film because it is very hard to get to. You can't stream it. You can't. I think it's you've got to can be afraid. You know how. <laughs> but it's not readily available for everyone. That's the thing. Yeah, that's so true. probably so. Uh, like most people did probably come accustomed to this after like say a true blood or if this was in before and yeah. um, like say them aspects. So that again, probably is leading into more fans because if people looking at, Oh, what, what things have Anna Parkman been in? Then again, you'll go oh, trick or trade. What was that? Then look into it and see more. And again, the trailer sells it more for itself, mm-hmm. but there's so many aspects to it that's done well. And, and as you said uh, before, we get the little clip of Sam sitting on the bench watching the werewolves do what they do. And then we get the whole comic book style uh, earlier on that evening, yeah. in a little, like a little bubble. And then we go back to, like, say, the Brian Cox character like yeah. in the house. Uh, kids are trick-or-treating and he's, talking, he's setting the dog on them. Dressed yeah. as some kind of little monster dog. So again, <laughs> so again, dog. So, so again, he's breaking the rule. So he's not. Yes, he's been mm. mean to the trick or treaters. Yes. So again, the rules are being broken, so he needs to be punished. Yeah. 
But I Sorry. always get confused now. Was he being punished because of the deeds of earlier in the film or because he didn't you give don't the trick or treat? innocent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so he, he gets broke a rule. He, he just, broke two rules. Type he thing. did because he didn't give candy and he hurt the innocent. Um, oh, and he had candy in his pocket, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He has the, what's the bar that Sam gets in the end? It's like a nugget bar. Um, it has a name. It's like, like a th- three musketeers or something. Something mm. like that. Because he does end up like taking it off him. Just, you know, <laughs> it's fucking mine. <laughs> yeah, but that's the part that I like with it because you had um, that kind of intertwined with the second story with the principal. Mm-hmm. Um. And you saw him get attacked, uh, and he shot Sam with the shotgun, and you saw like limbs come off. Yes. And I was sat thinking, this is absolutely fantastic. You see, this this is the part I've wanted to talk about because mm-hmm. I absolutely love this story. It is possibly one of my favourite bits of horror cinema. Mm-hmm. I love that you saw little Sam, the cute little bastard, just get shot and fly <laughs> against the wall. Like literally, you saw this poor little bastard just <laughs> off. It was hilarious. <laughs> it, it could have been on you being framed or something. You would have been creased. Um, <laughs> then his little hands just sort of creeping around, um, stabs Brian Cox, um, sort of goes back to him and does like the T-1000 thing, um, mm-hmm. like fixes on and stuff, which was mint. Then when you see Sam's face, it's like a cross between a skull and a jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was always the thing. Was that what you expected underneath no. that mask when he no. takes it off as well? No, no. no. I just thought, honestly, like, I just I just imagine, like, you know, the stuffing out of a bear. Like, that's, that's what I had pictured in my head. Not that. <laughs> I was expecting rotten flesh and maggots. Yeah, same here. I thought it was good. But you know what I saw? Soon, well, again, this might show us how fucked up I am. It, like, it brought it back to... Charlie Brown, the, the Grand High Pumpkin. Yep. Um, I was like, the Grand High Pumpkin is Sam coming to to right the wrongs of Halloween. Well, it's essentially Sam Hain, isn't it? Yeah. Sam Hain, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, that part for me was absolutely meant where you saw his face and stuff like that. You saw his hand come back on. And then when he took a bite out of that lolly, I'm sat thinking, well, he's not going to break his jaw with it like he did to the first lass. Mm-hmm. And I thought, shit, he's going to stab him with it. Like, <laughs> inventive. Really yeah. inventive, something new for a horror film. I was like really surprised by it. It was new. It was something we hadn't seen properly before. Mm-hmm. Who's going to like use a, like a sort of glass candy fucking lollipop to stab someone with? Sam and is. when he walked over, and you saw the fellow grab the bottle, and Sam grabbed his hand, twisted it, and you heard the snap. The bottle mm-hmm. dropped, and I'm sat thinking, is he going to use the bottle? And then you saw the candy come down. It was like stab. And you heard the moan escape from him. I thought he stabbed him with a fucking lolly. He's went for his heart <laughs> with a lolly. Get in. And then he pulls out the candy bar. And I'm like, it's just like a World War II lucky flask thing or something. He's got like a lucky musketeer's bar or something. Oh Absolutely amazing. Then he just sort of pulls his mask down, takes a bite, looks at him and just walks off, satisfied that the rules yeah. have been upheld. Yeah, he's done his part. I remember going into when More Geek was a very small shop in the Metro Centre, a very tiny one. And I remember taking my mum in there and this horror section was tiny. Yeah. Like it was just taken over by Funkos, but the horror section was so small and it had it right the Sam wall, yeah it? and it had the Sam lolly in it and I picked it up and my mum just turned around and was like you're nearly 40 <laughs> and I was and like and, and I yes. have never been shamed so much I was like okay <laughs> put it back again <laughs> uh, tell you what did actually make me feel sick to my stomach in this one is um, when he's upstairs and it's the first inter- like first fight of Sam 
and you hear the zip, and he's cutting his uh, Achilles, the back of his legs with a razor blade. Yeah. Oh, and the sweets. And then oh. like, you see you go around and you see like all the writing on the walls and you see the flaming pumpkin that they see you can get now as a figure as well. That that aspect did make us feel sick to me, stomach. Like, yeah. generally did, because I'm not good with blood and guts and sound. That, that, and that feeling was... Um, Oh, I feel funny it. just thinking about it. Yeah, Goodwill's it. already getting it. Um, <laughs> I feel like really weak thinking about it. Um, because my dad back in the early two thousand, no, nineties or something like that, snapped his Achilles heel. Mm-hmm. And oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah, like to think about that. It sounds like a gunshot. I wasn't there when it happened, but I got the aftermath of it. Um, oh. And it was brutal. So the idea of someone hacking away at that area just mm-hmm. makes us feel like I feel funny now. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> like I mean, we've seen that before on the likes of Hostel and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I have not seen Hostel for no, many reasons. <laughs> Shite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, each to the own and stuff like that, but go for the sake of go with nothing really going on it's just it's it's not fun yeah um at least like this sort of had story going with it i'd had Mm -hmm. reasons for it um yeah but sam was just not that's it for sam like you can't really say anything more the crime fitted the punishment yeah the punishment fitted the crime yeah because he deserved Mm -hmm. everything he got and he was just a little bastards at the end with the masks and stuff um was just oh you creepy buggers <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh god so are we under the conclusion mm-hmm. it's not the biggest of anthology horror is it no they like, be it to be. Like, no and you're right you absolutely <gasps> what'd you do <laughs> what did I'll you do a, I'll give us a Halloween fame. <laughs> oh my god I love it um so yeah, but like VHS and like is one of my favorite like favorites. I love the VHS franchise. They're long stories. Yes. They're very yeah. long stories. Very worthwhile and very much like there's a payoff with the long. I love the length of these ones. Mm-hmm. Don't love... see that when you're in a red light, Sam. <laughs> oh, and, and the hands didn't help. <sighs> oh, yes. oh, it's like the spirit of Grant is somewhere in this room. <laughs> No, um, Grant sneaking out from under your couch in the background. But yes, like oh, I didn't. I nearly looked. <laughs> <laughs> but the payoff, like say, with uh, like the ending as well, is when you find out he he is the like the bus driver, and then he like thinks he's going to survive, and he's all bandaged up, and he's wrong, wrong from his ears. But then you hear the doorbell, and you see all the kids come back. Um, it was quite like a fitting end in to to what 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 it went before so it's kind of like you thought oh everyone who needed to get a come up and did so yeah. it was quite satisfying in that way that no one got like a um a kind of like a no one got a pass yes exactly and you normally do get that in horror films where they think ah oh, i was bad i've done the wrong things but i've atoned for my sins i'm going to be you know it was like fuck no you've made these mistakes you've broken these rules no coming back yeah. What I liked about that part, like where um, obviously you've got the kids knocking on the door and stuff. Mm-hmm. You had Rona walking up with the cart full of um, jack-o'-lanterns and mm-hmm. she nearly gets knocked over by the werewolves in the van. Mm-hmm. It all tied in. in that it all tied version. in. Well, Henry and Emma, they come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they come home from the night out. Rhonda's walking down the street yep. with a little thingy. So it comes completely full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the, it comes back to the start again. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was very clever how they done it. Um, 
I'd, I'd say without a doubt, this is probably one of my favourite films to watch. Yes, mm. I would. I would. I would tend to agree. It's, it's fun. So much fun. Like, ridiculously fun. There's not one apart. Like, I mean, don't get us wrong. I have a least favorite story, but I don't hear this. Like, yeah. And I, I don't, I wouldn't not watch it for that reason. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's just all of it is just, and it's so brilliantly put together. It's fantastically put together. It's edited absolutely amazingly. I mean, Brian Singer's a dick. We've <laughs> done a yes. really good job with this film. Like, it's probably yes. my favorite Brian Singer piece. I get mixed up with Brian Singer and the other one. Which one? Did Brian Singer do the X-Men's? Yeah. Yes. Right. Bobby Singer was in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> but yes, as a whole, it, it's not a perfect horror film, but it is a perfect Halloween movie yeah. to watch on um, Halloween, if that makes sense. It does. I wouldn't say it was like um, a horror, <laughs> horror. I'd say it was more childlike horror, like um, mm. a dark comedy. So it was yes. Like, I feel yeah. like in in some ways it's a nice entry point to horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be a nice entry point to any oh my god, is that what I'd look like a She-Hulk? Wow. <laughs> um yeah, I think it's a nice entry point for someone who says, I'm interested in horror, where do I start? Because it has, like you said earlier, it has every element in there. Has mm-hmm. werewolves, has vampires, has ghosts, has serial killers, has a absolutely most adorable murderer who just wants to keep to the rules. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. He has oh, like so a, a character who wears a burlap mask. <gasps> oh my god, he's just so fucking cute. <laughs> um, I hope one day I can dress me godson up, godson up as him. But I'm gonna say it, but probably will never happen. His mother <laughs> would never let me do that. Yeah, we need to try and figure out how we can dress Ruby up as Sam. <laughs> to be fair though, my 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 auntie once did me as uh, Frankenfurter without my parents knowing. So I'd, I'm sure you can get away with her without. Having too many. Issues, you have huh? gone how the, many episodes without actually seeing that? Th- this Did was only last true? week, Sam. Yeah, no, I'd like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I asked to be dressed up as a clown one year, me, uh, me, like Halloween, me auntie went, Oh, yeah, I'll dress up as a clown. Uh, didn't let us look, done me makeup, and went up in the mirror. I was full on Frankenfurter. That, 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 that's what she done to a 10 year old who didn't, hadn't seen Rocky Horror yet. But she, but then she produced to make me watch Rocky Horror at 10 year old, and that's was when the trouble started. Hey, hey that, well, that, do you know what it is? That must be it because I watched Rocky Horror at a really young age. I didn't get it, but I watched it. I started going to the stage shows at a really young age as well. Um, so that must be it. It must be Tim Curry. It's Tim Curry's influence. It explains it all. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a nice pair of legs. You might want to say you one day. But yes. Um, so yes, out of... Five because when we do these reviews, I always like mm. to give it a, like a score, and I don't know, it's just coming a habit now. I would probably score mine probably four point five because it's not perfect. There's elements that, like as I said, that you do, but it is such an enjoyable film, and there's it's just like say entertaining, and it's not something that you have to overthink. And but at times it is clever, and as I said, it's brutal, and it it doesn't break the wheel, but it does. It doesn't make the same mistakes a lot of movies would have done. Yeah, I'm going to go with the same. I want to go with four points five. Um, I'm going to agree with what you said completely. Um, I, I've got nothing else to add. No. <laughs> I really don't. There's not like it's not it's not perfect. Um, mm. it's different though for anthology. Yeah. It is very different. Um, I've watched a lot, <laughs> and it's it's one of it is one of my favorites. Cool. 
What are you, Kev? Uh, I'm going to give it a four for a couple of reasons. Um, you're going to be hard pushed to find the perfect horror film. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any such thing as the perfect horror film because there's always something you don't like. Psycho, the last 10 minutes weren't needed, but I'm mm-hmm. cut it down instantly for me. You didn't That's need a matter to of opinion, Ken. <laughs> um, that just took us out of it. Uh, but yeah, uh, four out of five, uh, you're not going to find the perfect horror film that doesn't exist. There's always going to be a fault with it or something someone doesn't like. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been longer. Um, mm-hmm. like, yes, it could have that, been yeah. fleshed out. Even just five or ten minutes more. Mm-hmm. Like each story, um, but especially the werewolf one. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I think it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's like I've said, it's one of my favourite films to watch. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. Mm-hmm. Sam is just the cutest little serial killer out there. <laughs> um, he's just absolutely adorable. It's hilarious watching it. Um, mm-hmm. Brian Cox is just amazing as always. Anna Paquin took us by surprise because I'm not an Anna Paquin fan. Me neither. But I think mm-hmm. she done really well in this mm-hmm. film. Um, she held her own. Mm-hmm. She done really well with the subject that she had to go on. Um, mm-hmm. She didn't come across as wooden, which she normally does. Yeah. Um, no, I totally didn't agree. seem like she just wanted to be there for a paycheck. She seemed like she was having some fun with it, which I mm-hmm. like to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so for yeah, I'd, I'd say overall it was a four for me. It was absolutely fantastic. It's one that I will and have recommended to so many people um, okay. since I watched it last year. Definitely, and it's one of them ones where it could have went so badly wrong, or not. Yeah. I could have made so many different mistakes or so many tropes. I, I think the, this the beauty in it is the simplicity as well. Mm-hmm. Like I say, mm-hmm. it tells simple stories. That's why I think always think this one would be a good TV show and would work well with a TV format, similar to how the new Creep shows came out and on Shudder. And mm-hmm. that it, it's like, see, I think there's about three seasons now. So if, again, if you do like this type of thing, uh, like trick or treat, have a look at them ones as well. Again, they do two, uh, two stories per episode. Some of them are naff. Some of them are terrible, but some of them are bloody hilarious. Like the one with Bob Ross goes all uh, Vietnam killing zombies. Like it's like Bob Ross versus the evil dead. And it's which one's this? Um, Creep show. Um, one of the episodes is Bob, like, like Bob Ross take up, but it's like being invaded by zombies, like the like almost like uh, Ash had unleashed the evil yeah. uh, the Necromonicon. I, I probably say it wrong, so I'll do an Ash. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, and um, that is always a thing to I would always recommend to like give a go as well, but keep spreading the word, keep telling people about this movie because it doesn't get the joy. I know it. it got a cinema release this year in America. It did, it did, yes. Yeah. The best time ever. Yeah, for the Halloween run-up to Halloween. Yeah. I think a lot more people need to watch this film, and if they do, we'll probably get a second one or more tales uh, that's done uh, in the same way. Yeah. But, um, as, as I said, it, it's... Bloodshed would put a few people off this one because there was a fair bit of blood in the Sam sections and the werewolves. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was enough, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but you get people that are uh, really like squeamish about it. Um, oh, yeah. But it, it's definitely a good starting point but, for horror. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great entry point. Um, but you are right, though, Paul, because look at um, look at Terrifier. Mm-hmm. Oh. I know, but I, I actually don't mind the first one. Um, but that was, you know, quite low budget. His second one has just come out, cinema release, and it's doing so fucking well. 
Mm-hmm. Publicity many for years it's been after amazing. the lines. Hmm? Publicity for it's been amazing. Oh, 100%. Like the whole media spin about people of, like vomiting and passing Yeah, yeah, it's been like, like, oh, awesome. it's 100% a load of shit. Yeah. But it's what worked for the exes, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so that was like, I had such a time gap, but that was, you know, that second one came on the back of, you know, fan back and like fan yeah. wanting more art because art aesthetically mm-hmm. looks amazing and sam mm. has that same aesthetic look he's just so fucking cute and um, so people will want to see more of him yeah and just to because because uh, beth said a few times in the chat she wouldn't mind a, a sam backstory i wouldn't i'm the opposite <laughs> I'd, I'd go along the, i would go along the same lines as michael myers you don't need yeah. to know why michael myers is evil or it kills he's just a fucking evil bastard or a monster that that's got these powers that you never really have to be explained. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think screw you, Rob Zombie. Please <laughs> make a third one. <laughs> Please fix it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to have to agree with Paul, and I do like backstory. Yeah. I do like character arc. I do like character development, but I am totally fine with the fact that I don't need to know any more about Sam than what I already know. I think he that's likes, what makes it good. It, that, mm. it, what makes him so special, he likes the rules. He's is. unknown. You don't know who he is. You don't know what he's doing. Uh-huh. You don't know why he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And I like that because mm-hmm. Sam's not scary. Mm. No, he's adorable. Yeah. And As we've established. We don't need a backstory for him. I mean, what's <laughs> it going to do? Is it going to is it going to ruin that aesthetic for it? Yes. Yeah. The more you know about him, the more that that special special connection or whatever you had when you watched the first one and you saw him, that's gone. Yeah. Don't need don't need yeah, the only way I would like them to do a Sam backstory if they show you how to grow them, then I'll be up for that because I'll be up to growing yes. them in the back garden. Yep. Like, so yeah, them pumpkin patches, they'll be all up there. But yes. Yeah, um, I, um, I'm no gardener, but I would definitely garden for that. <laughs> yeah, I'd grow a Sam. Yes. So, guys, <laughs> thank, so you, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Uh, like, yeah, we've not been taken down off YouTube once tonight, so that's a hoser plus. Um, I am still working on ways to get that episode up somewhere. Or I know when uh, YouTube give us the option to keep the episode up, they said they would cut, making certain cuts, they would only leave 12 minutes of that episode. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, YouTube. Your <laughs> generosity. Intro. My <laughs> God. Yeah. But, um, yeah. This is probably the shortest one we've ever done. <laughs> oh, no, no. We've, we've, we've done one around about an hour as well. So that's, oh, that's, no, that's, that's cool. It's uh, not the longest of films, but it's one that I definitely wanted part of the spooky season because it's, yeah. it's it should be talked about. We should be talking about it. People mm. should be getting on it so we can, you know, if a second one does come about, Mm-hmm. And it, I just can't recommend it enough. Get your so, kids to watch it. <laughs> so we are ramping up uh, a few episodes because we are heading towards that big 100 uh, like oh. soon. And we've got a date set. So uh, the next episode is Tuesday. And I believe Grant is joining us uh, at seven o'clock where we're talking about American horror stories. Yes. Um, we're talking about our favourite show, like well, our favourite seasons, what worked, what didn't work. Um, we'll be talking about a lot of shit endings, but that that's just opinion. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, and it goes in lovely with anthology, because again, it's anthology horror. Yep. And then we're moving on to the furry ones. Kev's joining us again next Friday. The reason we're doing it on Friday is because me, Sam, Donna, Charlotte and uh, Peaches are going on a little adventure on Sunday to a horror con in Manchester for Love and Horror. Yes. So, so we will be taking photos and videos that we will be uploading as part of like the adventure. Um, 
after that, we are having a mega episode with the lead up of Halloween on the 30th of, which is a Sunday, so the day before Halloween, yes. where we're going to be joined by, I believe, Beth for the first time making a podcast debut. I believe Graham is going to be making a return. Jake's going to be coming on. And I think Donna's got a few spooky tales to tell. So it might probably include like a haunted dildo. You never know. Um, you just don't know with Donna. You don't know <laughs> what you expect. Just expect the unexpected. <laughs> And then after that, we are going back still in the horror realm, but we are doing horror computer games. So again, we've got quite a few people who want to be involved in that one as well. So we're going to be talking about uh, what we enjoy playing scary games and what we get out of it and like which games kind of affected us. So we do have um, like a fulfilled thing. Then after that, hopefully, if everything works out right, we should be all in the same room doing the 100th episode and we will be discussing back uh, basically 100 episodes of doing the podcast, what what we've liked, what we've learnt, who we hate. <laughs> what we've learned about ourselves, having yes. an absolute therapy session. <laughs> yes. It's going to be won't, fun. And we won't hug a fucker there, so fuck off. <laughs> no, no, we don't do touching. No, yes. I'm only joking. I'm, I'm a very huggy person. <laughs> Yes. Um, so we've got so much planned. And then after all that, in the 100th episode, we then lead into Paul's birthday hmm. and also Christmas. <coughs> you can I, I, fuck I, I, off. I've got a year behind him. It's not that far. <laughs> I, I don't care. We're talking about Back to the Future on my birthday. I'm out of the moon with that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll have the return of Emma for that one as well. And hmm. yeah, then we're, we're going into the Christmas season. Get in. Oh. Yay. Mint. <laughs> yes. Excitement. Sorry. I hope Amanda's watching at some years. point. I'm just laughing at Donna. She's saying she's going to sacrifice one of us. Fuck. I beg your pardon? <laughs> you know, it's going to be me. There's more of us to sacrifice. Uh, rem- just remember who's driving on Sunday. <laughs> but yes. Uh, but thank you guys for joining in. Yes. Like, say if, and if you listen a later date again, you can find us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, any fucker that does a, a, a podcast will seem to be, uh, be being discovered. We're on uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, uh, tw- uh, Twitch, uh, Charlotte's Boot Club. Um, I think Goodwill said he, that him and Jake might be playing a game on Wednesday. So again, you've got a busy week next week, uh, streaming-wise. But yep. yeah, um, I think that's everything ticked off there. <laughs> I think so. I think you covered it all. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Charlotte's Feet. Hashtag Charlotte's Feet, yep. Yeah. Hashtag Charlotte's... Got, I mean, uh, Sammy's Pants. She's not wearing any. Yep. And, and, a no hello, and, and just to say hello, Sam's mom, I miss you. Please text us back. do you know what you do every time you mention her name she fucking watches this (laughs) stop swearing then honestly kev she's bad she's just as bad well we're gonna do an episode we'll bring on sammy's mom for the for the fun episode just to see what the experience will be like she's gonna absolutely own you <laughs> oh, probably most well. likely. Most and I'll likely. fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was going to start wearing a ball gag for the podcasts. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on that note, same bat time, same bat channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Don't Bye. break the rules. <laughs> Bye.
kind of outbound. 